Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. Welcome to the second Run to Daylight program of the day. Um, I'm having a couple problems. I'm trying to log back into Twitter. Uh, Just give me one second, and uh, I'm trying to do two things at once, or three. Uh, Mauler, are you there? We're trying to get the Mauler on. There we are. There you go. All right. How you doing? Um, good. Just sitting here doing a little review, trying to get an update on uh, some injuries we're, we're and whatnot. That, you know uh, how. Feedback. We're getting that feedback from um, the crackling sound. Let me, let me see if that works better. Is that any better? Not much. Do you want to try calling in again? That yep. worked last yep. time. Let's try that. Okay. So that's, uh, I forgot that I should keep talking. So it's been a crazy day. I've already done one podcast and we're going to do this one now. So uh, apologies to everyone. And let's see, Mauler, are you back down? Okay. I did mention that we are amateurs, correct? Mauler? Mauler. It doesn't seem to want to let him in. Come on, give it to me. How's that? You there? How's that sound? Yep. Much better, much better. All right. So, um, did you get a chance to hear my interview with Matt Friedman? No, no. I've been, uh, you know, doing the the errands that I have to do do daily, picking up my son, starting dinner, all that good stuff. All that Um, good stuff. all that good stuff you agreed to do when you gave up your job to be a DFS guy. You know it. You know it. <laughs> uh, happy wife, happy life. But I had Ab- to. Uh, I, I just sat down, you know, to to get a update of the injury report and and kind of look at some ideas for the NBA games tonight because you know how you know how it is. Uh, injuries come down and you have to figure one or two guys and as your value plays and then load up from there. Right. And definitely you and I are going to have to be in contact as we head to lock. Um, unlike the, well, I mean, we do it anyway when we make an NFL lineup. Um, hold on. I finally got Twitter to work. Mauler and I on the air making NBA lineup. And there is the link. Sorry about that, Mauler. So, um, you know, you're much more of an expert on the NBA than I am. So 
but I still think it's good to have two heads. And as I continue to learn, I'll get better. And hopefully we can continue to make a profit. We had another profitable week in the NFL. And we did decide not to do an NFL lineup this week, correct? Well, we haven't made a full decision, but it's just so tough with only uh, two games. But, uh, you know, as the as the itch comes, you know, for the weekend, I'm sure we'll, we'll figure out a way to do one. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do one. I, uh, you know, real quickly, what quarterback are you leaning toward? I, I would lean towards Brady this week. He just sold me last week. Um, didn't have enough shares of him, and I just think uh, uh, with all the weapons back, he's pretty damn dangerous. I, I don't disagree. Um, I'm tempted, and I'll, I'm going to make one lineup on my own. So I, I, my first instinct was Brady also, and a lot of times your first instinct's your better one. But in a slate like this, I think I'm going to load up heavy on the other game because I think that's the game that has the potential to be a shootout where, you know, I could see the New England game either being 13 to 10 either way or the Patriots winning 31 to 10, um, where I I do think that the Carolina-Arizona game has a chance to be a a shootout. And and obviously that's what you're going to need for uh, victory. So I think in my personal lineup, I'm, I'm thinking about Carson Palmer matching him up with everyone not named Fitz. Um, we had a lot of success with Fitz last week, but I think he is going to be uh, – everyone's chalk this week, but he is going to be the chalkiest of the chalk, I think, him and Julian Edelman. Yeah, and I mean, you look on the, the cam side, if you decide to go that way – you know, everybody's going to play Olsen. You could be contrarian and just throwing one of his receivers and, and, and see how that goes. But yeah, I just, I don't know when, when backs against the wall, I always seem to trust, trust Brady, even if they're, you know, it's a 17 point, you know, 17, 14 game, 300 yards and two touchdowns from Brady's, you know, good, good enough for me. Yeah, I if we do it, I don't have problem doing a Brady lineup, that's for sure. But let's focus on the NBA. We're going to be entering the FanDuel Wednesday NBA Slam, 30,000 to first. And I know you join me in feeling that uh, we wouldn't mind splitting that, would we? No, I uh, I wouldn't mind splitting that at all. Um, and you're more of a FanDuel veteran than me. You know, I play here uh, every now and again, maybe every other day or so. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I I know you do the FanDuel basketball quite a bit, so I'm going to lean on you here for, uh, you know, your your value plays and just, you know, you're well, there, more comfortable on this There's site. more value on FanDuel than there is in general on DraftKings. Unlike football – where, you know, there are always a bunch of guys on DraftKings that are great value that aren't on FanDuel. It's weird how it kind of swaps. So this time we'll do FanDuel. Next time we'll do DraftKings. That's fine by me if it's okay by you. No, I don't mind at all. But uh, this is what we're going to do. I want to start with the easiest but biggest decision. Um, you can only play one center. Um 
A now, lot of people I was going to ask be on- you the way that you wanted to start this. I had a couple options. One of them was starting with center, and the other one was starting from the bottom up, like who are the chalk value plays or who are the, you know, who are the guys that you most want to roster. But I'm okay with starting with center. What are your thoughts there? Well, I usually would start with the value plays, but something that, you know, just hit me uh, about this is I, I've got two centers that I'm considering. Both are pretty similar on their projected points for tonight, and, you know, both have decent matchups. Uh, one is Dwight Howard at home against Detroit. Detroit gives up a lot of points to big men. Going to be a high-scoring game with a lot of rebounds. Uh, Howard coming off a 36-26 and 26, uh, game the other night. And uh, my other one is Hassan Whiteside. Washington's one of the top uh, teams in pace of play. Whiteside had a decent night last night, and he can always, you know, get you up to 20, 22 points in blocks. I mean, he had a triple-double last week with 11 blocks. So those are my two chalk plays at center. Um, a lot of people might be on DeMarcus Cousins, but I think 10-7 is a pretty high price tag when you can get the same output from, from those two guys. Okay, and I'll throw out a couple other names that I think um, – I, I might be interested at that position just to gain your thoughts. Um, well, the first thing I want to say is, I, 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 you know, in looking at the games in general, the game that interests me a lot as we go through this is the Atlanta game. Uh, the Hawks are at Portland. They have the second highest total of the night behind the Sacramento-Los Angeles game, which we all know could turn into a blowout. And it is only a two-point spread. So let's keep that in mind as we're doing it. Um, You know, the only other guy that I guess I might be interested in is Vucevic. And the reason is that he is less money than Whiteside by a little bit. And with Oladipo out, I think that he is um, an interesting choice. The the thing that scares me a little bit about Howard, and I I played Howard a lot as he headed kind of on that hot streak that he's been on lately, but the thing that scares me still with him is playing him on a back-to-back. So what are your thoughts about that and – the last name I'll throw out is the value guy, Robin Lopez, 4,700. Um, with Porzingis out, he might see some more minutes. Well, um, for Porzingis is going to play. I just got that alert from, uh, I think, Roto Grinders. And uh, I don't mind the uh, Vucevic play at all. Um, they're playing Philly tonight at home. Like you said, no Oladipu, which – uh, puts Peyton into the starting lineup, and he's not really a scoring threat. He's more of a you know playmaker and assist guy, which gives Vucevic more of a usage rate. The one thing that um, I, I do worry about is Skiles is talking about a change in the starting lineup for tonight. I expect Aaron Gordon to start um, and Channing Fry to come off the bench tonight. Gordon's been averaging like a fantasy point a minute, so if he starts... Um, I would lock him in every lineup. So, you know, I don't know if I want to have two Orlando guys to to start right away. 
Well, so since, we, uh, since there's no quick consensus, why don't we move on to Mr. Gordon? Yep, yep. And uh, as a power forward, he's definitely on my radar. He's only 4,200. So why don't we pop him in? I don't disagree with you on your not playing two Orlando people. Uh, so let's start with Gordon. And is there any other value plays that you just think are no-brainers? Well, I'm, I'm going through the, the different prices here, you know, because I'm used to uh, the DraftKings prices. But I, I'm going to say I, I like uh, Alfred Payton. You know, we keep talking about Orlando guys, but they are playing Philly. They are at home. Oladipo's out. And I, I imagine Alfred Payton is fairly cheap um, since he – was coming off the bench for a while. He's 5,700 on. Um, but that's still, that's still kind of expensive so on FanDuel for like me. Yeah, exactly. There's just – so, so I mean, let, let, let's just go through position by position. And okay, see and I want to leave point guard out. And I'm going to throw some names out at you on the lower end of the spectrum. Um all right, a guy that I have on my radar at shooting guard, and that's a great, uh, always a great spot to find value because most of the guys that are really good are dependent upon scoring. But the, right. the, the number one guy I've got there is DeMar DeRozan. Um, he's been hot. But Avery Bradley is kind of my value play. Uh, what do you think about a- Avery Bradley? I uh, I like Avery Bradley. He's been you know very consistent lately. He's had over 20 Fanduel points the last four games. Uh, 38 last last time out. 20 the time before that. 33 and then 25 the time before that. And at 54, that's a pretty good value. I'm going to go through and check my um, my research tools over here and see what uh, the best values are are for shooting guards today um when i first went through um the thing that jumped out me was jimmy butler is a must play um all sites every site but then again i look on fanduel and he's he's pretty expensive 9100 is is a lot but i just think in a a game that's going to be so up and down and if chicago has to stay in it he's going to have to play well um i like jimmy butler okay uh, oh, I like Butler, but again, at 9,100, I like him less. But, yeah, absolutely. He's a much better value on DraftKings, for sure. Um, uh, do, how do you feel about sticking Bradley in as the value? Yeah, I'm going to throw him in right now at 5,700. Oh, 5,400. Uh, 5, yep. Yeah, I don't um, see anybody cheaper or around that. I mean, Garrett Temple could be a nice play, but um, you just you never know with Miami on the other side if Washington's going to be able to 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 play at the pace that they like. Uh, Evan Fournier at forty hundred could be a little bit of a steal. I trusted him the other day and got got bit by him, so you know he's tough to to roster after that that crappy performance he had the other day. So shooting guard, I'm looking um, on Roto Grinders right now, 
And uh, shooting guard value play actually is Evan Fournier. Um, they have which is another. And, and and you know the thing that gets me about that is people don't always think, well, Oladipo's out, so Fournier's going to score. Well, Fournier's been a guy who has let down a lot of people this year after a, a hot start. And just because a team has a score in the backcourt that goes out doesn't mean that it's going to be his backup who is going to be the guy who scores. So, yeah, because the, um, ball, the ball still has to go in the hole. I, when I'm looking at replacements, I'm way more comfortable when it comes to big men because you know they're going to get rebounds. Like when uh, Mahimi got injured last night, I'm like, well, oh, anybody that has Miles Turner is going to get paid off because he has to get rebounds, and whatever points he scores is a bonus, you know? Well, and that leads me, you know, we've already got Aaron Gordon, and we could back Aaron Gordon now and go with a different person on the Magic. But my favorite power forward of the night is Paul Millsap. I mentioned, you know, you mentioned about a guy who will get you rebounds and points, but also tends to not have huge ownership on any given day. Um, But the other guy is Dwight Powell. Have we heard news? Because what's his name's out? Well, Dirk is definitely out. Raymond Felton is definitely out. Uh, Zaza is going to play. Okay. That does take a little of the luster off of Powell, but what are your thoughts on him? Or would you rather pay up for a guy like Millsap? Well, what I usually like to do on FanDuel is go one value play and one elite play at each position and Mm -hmm. go from there. Um, You know, I also like to add in the narrative street factor that Millsap did play in Portland a, a long time ago. Am I not mistaken? Remember, I'm just getting back into the NBA. I mean, the other high price guys are Draymond Green, who I think hasn't hit value in a few days, and Paul Gasol, who I also like. Um, but the thing I really like about Millsap is it's the second highest game on the slate. And there's only a two-point differential. I mean, you've been doing this longer than me. Doesn't that seem like someone you might want to target, a consistent yeah. guy in a game like that? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, what worries me is Atlanta spreads the scoring out so much that they're like the Spurs. They're hard to pinpoint, um, you know, who's going who's gonna to score, who's going to get the touches down the stretch. But like I said, uh, Millsap played in Portland. Uh, he's familiar with uh, the area, and I think he'll be comfortable playing there. So I don't mind rostering him at all. And when you all look, right. uh, L- last last point to justify my position here is Portland again. You know, if you look at the Roto Grinders daily early rundown that they do, they give you you know team position by. Um, Whatever, right? And Portland is weakest against two positions, point guard and, oh, that's center, not power forward. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not playing Millsap, yeah, I mean, Millsap plays in the post anyway, and both bigs are, are pretty soft in Portland. They'll have Plumlee, um at the five. They'll have... Myers Leonard at the four. 
So I just don't think they can handle Millsap. And like you said, if there's going to be a lot of points scored, there's going to be a lot of rebounds to be had. And, um, you know, on an average night, you're looking at a, a floor of 35 for Millsap. So. All right, I'm going to pop him in. And, you know, we can always back out. as, But for now, we'll just pop him in because he was the one guy I really wanted to roster today. So out of the top-end guys, is there one guy that you really think is the guy who's going to score the most points tonight, you know, be the guy? Who would be um, the next high-scoring, you know, is it Kevin Durant? Is it LeBron? You already said that Cousins isn't the guy. Um, Lillard no, and I mean, Westbrook? If, yeah, if I'm going to pay up for anyone, uh, I mean, it's – it's so tough on FanDuel because, you know, a lot of these guys are a little out of what I feel the comfort zone. I mean, most of the guys I like are honestly magic guys. Um, Now that I do a little research, I think Vucevic is our best center play. I really like Tobias Harris, Um, you know, but those are all middle tier price guys. I think if I had to pay up, um, you know, I agree with you on Millsap and then, I would look at somebody like, uh, wow, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, I, I can't, I can't help you, Todd. There's no high-priced guy that I, you know, I would. All really right, want so to you don't for. like Durant think, at 9,900? I mean, they're playing on a back-to-back. Uh, you, you know, they want to get those guys some rest. I just. There's only one ball, and and I just can't. No, I mean, there's too okay. many other good values at at small forward to where you can you can go so to middle tier guys. So small forward values that you really like then, because I'm fine with that. I like Covington. I like Harris. Well, if Covington's starting, I think he's an elite play. Um, he's he's just moving back into the starting lineup, but he gets a lot of points off blocks and steals. And against Orlando, they have a young point guard playing in Peyton. Um, you know, Fournier is not a good ball handler, so I love Covington at 4,800. And I, I like Chandler Parsons at 5,400. I like his usage rate going up because of Felton and Dirk going out. You know, um, Powell's decent, but he's not, you know, a veteran scorer. Uh, they'll have Darren Williams, but then you have J.J. Beret and, and Devin Harris as point guards playing the two positions. So I just think Parsons is a decent play at 5,400. I like Tobias Harris. Um, but I'm going to start by plugging in Covington, and then we'll go from there. Yep, I already did it. So um, at power forward, uh, we've got Gordon and Millsap. Now, my question is, Frank Kaminsky is rated at power forward, and he's 4,300. He has really been getting some consistent minutes. Do we really want, you know, you like so many other magic. What would you think about Kaminsky as a replacement for Gordon at power forward, allowing us to feel a little bit better about going with a different magic player? Uh, I just think if, if, Aaron Gordon starts, he's a must-play. He'll, okay. he'll get get more usage than Fry did, especially with Oladipo out. And he's highly athletic, so you can get some uh, a ton of steals and blocks against 
you know, a, a very, very inexperienced Sixer team. All right. So what I'm going to do now is the hardest position of the night for me, because I like so many people, is point guard. So I'm going to throw out some of my favorites. And you tell me the one or two of that list that you like. Damian Lowered at 8,800. Yes. Reggie J- <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's my number one point guard as well. Yep. Lillard right. is my number one um, top point guard play. And then my, my top value play was Alfred Payton. But that's that's very funny. Great minds think alike. Yeah, Lillard, number one. So go ahead with your, the rest of your list. Well, the other guy that I love almost as much as Lillard is Kemba Walker. Okay. We can fit them both in so far. Um, let's see. Who else just to throw, you know, and the reason that I'm pretty good on, who are they playing again? Who? Uh, Kemba's Sacramento, playing at right? Oklahoma. No, Kemba's playing at Oklahoma City. Okay, so Westbrook isn't that great of a defensive player, am I correct? No, he's uh, given up some decent-sized games to some mediocre point guards um, recently. I think Ishmith was one of them. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't mind Kimba Walker at all. If we're looking to save money, um, like I said, we have Alfred Payton down there. Um, Darren Collison might get some running a blowout. I mean, I know I'm I'm throwing out the expensive guys, but Rondo against the Lakers, Collison against the Lakers. I like um, Collison I, down there. Um, you know, this may sound crazy, but I like Tyler Johnson tonight. He burned me last, but I think um, he's a he's a good price at 4500 on Fanduel. I'm good with that, and I was off him last night as well. But he is much cheaper here on FanDuel. And on a back-to-back, the young legs might get a little extra usage, is my thought. And Washington is a terrible defensive team. So I'm going to put Tyler Johnson in. Well, and I think after his his uh, destroyance of everyone's lineup last night, I think he's going to be a fairly contrarian play, too. And... Um, he's a shooting guard eligible on DraftKings, and I think uh, I just have a feeling that even um, when it was blowout time last night and they took the Boshes and the Wade and the white side out, he stayed on the floor. So um, I love you know, it. He's going to get the great, minutes. Great idea. He stays out of foul trouble. All right. So now we're looking at a lineup that has 7,867 as the average remaining for shooting guard, small forward, and center. So, at shooting guard, the high-priced options are Butler at 9,100, DeRozan at 8,200, and James Harden at 9,300. Any of those guys appeal to you more as a price value? C.J. McCollum, we don't want because of 7,700 for... We have lowered. And then yeah. I think a pretty good tournament play is Lou Williams at 5,800. Yeah, I think Lou Williams is a good play against Sacramento. Um, if the Lakers can keep the game close, uh, you know, he'll get his his 20 to 25 points for sure. That's his floor. Um, but we have enough money, I think, to spend up. And 
you know, you mentioned DeRozan. I like DeRozan. I like Butler. I like Harden. The good thing about all three of them is they're all at home. Um, going to be the consensus play for the public. I think if we go DeRozan, he has low ownership than Butler, and we also save 900 to spend elsewhere. Okay. So that's the one position. The other position is shooting forward. LeBron is 9-8. Durant is 9-9. Batum is only 6-9. And he, you know, I like Kemba, but Batum is an intriguing option as well. And then center, we've got Cousins, Drummond, Vucevic, uh, and, and your guy Whiteside and Howard. So any of those names jump out more than anyone else? Well, here's the thing. I plugged in Batum when you mentioned him. Um, and he's just one of those guys that does it all. He's not going to get you 40 points, but he might get you a triple-double. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate. Absolutely. But we have to keep in mind that there's no va- there's no extra value in that yeah. year. And that's what I was going to say. It's not like DraftKings where you get a bonus there, but you know, even on Sandal, if you get a triple double, it's a it's pretty much a bonus because you know that guy's having a good night. I plugged uh, Batum in, and it left us eighty five hundred, which gets us Dwight Howard. So I take Batum back out. I go up because I don't want to go down because there's nobody, you know, priced above Howard that you know we would want. So I go up guy I liked earlier was Gordon Hayward, but to me, 8100 is too high-priced for him when you can spend up a little bit and get LeBron. And Carmelo's defense, if he's playing, uh, it, you know, it's a slower-paced game, and I, I don't like that one tonight. I've been on the Hayward bandwagon, but I didn't – I just don't like the – every I, tonight it doesn't do much for me. No, because uh, Carmelo turns – um, the Nick offense into a one-on-one game too, and just not conducive for for fantasy. In the middle tier, I do like Rudy Gay against the Lakers, but I mean, I think if I had to choose between him and Batum, I would probably take Batum and save the four hundred dollars. I agree. So, if you had to choose between LeBron at Brooklyn or Kevin Durant at home against Charlotte, who would you take? Well, the Vegas total definitely is in the favor of, um, let me look at the total. The Kings versus the Lakers is the highest game on the schedule, followed by the Warriors at the Bulls, followed by the Hawks at the Blazers, then Charlotte at the Thunder at 206. Um, Maybe we should look again at that Golden State-Chicago game and instead of DeRozan, maybe look at Butler. Okay. Let me plug him in. I mean, you you know, you always say your first instinct is the biggest, and I think a lot of the sharp people, because he is cheaper on DraftKings, might be going with him there. How is Clay Thompson's defense? Um, I mean, it's not great, but you got to understand there's no defense that can stop Jimmy Butler. I mean, gotcha. 
he, he can get to the basket at will and he can also shoot it. And he gets the peripherals too, you know, the rebounds, the assists. The other night he had nine assists in the first quarter. He wasn't shooting it well, but I think he had I think it was nine in the first quarter. So here's the thing, if we put Butler in, mm-hmm. we take but we we take Batum, we have enough for Vucevic. So we go Butler, Batum, Vucevic mm-hmm. or DeRozan Batum Howard. That's a tough choice. Huh. I mean, I just think Philadelphia is going to keep it close. Um, I mean, you're looking at a Orlando hasn't really blown out anyone, have they? No, and Philadelphia has been playing well. I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia wins that game, actually. But, uh, uh, I mean, Vucevic's ceiling is, is about 40, 42. His floor has been about 25. Howard's at home against Detroit. On the on the um, back end of a back-to-back. No, today's the 20th, right? Didn't he play last night? No, played two nights ago, but it was overtime at the Clippers. Well, I thought I really thought that Howard had played last night. No, they. This is the third and four nights. They played the seventeenth and the eighteenth, and this is the third third game in four nights. All right, so let me take a look at something. Houston yep. is only favored by three, two oh six total. Um, we know that. Um, well, the 76ers are the the worst team in the league against the center position, followed by Sacramento, Cleveland, the Lakers. Houston's down. Um, the Pistons are actually not too bad. No, but so, usually usually one big always has a, a huge game against them, and it's going to be Howard tonight. I just uh, you just feel it. Well, no, I just know he has a much greater upside than Busevich. But then you're going, like I said, it's DeRozan, Batum, Howard, or Butler, Batum, Busevich. Is there anyone at small forward we could go down from Batum at? Uh, Otto Porter, Tobias Harris. Well, you like Tobias Harris. We could do Jimmy Butler, Dwight Howard, Tobias Harris. Let me look at Tobias's splits as well. So we're looking at um, for Batum. We're looking maybe at a ceiling of forty-ish. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, forty, forty-five. You're getting a pretty similar ceiling out of Tobias. You know, maybe thirty-five. I would say he can get you forty. Um, do you see anybody else down there priced near Tobias? Like I said, Chandler Parsons, Parsons. stuck out to me earlier. Parsons is there, too. Uh, so if you had to choose between Tobias or Parsons, um, Parsons at home against Minnesota, that, that can't be a low line. That has to be, what, 202-ish, 204? The Dallas game is 199, and they're nine-point really? favorites. Now, why they're wow. nine-point favorites without all those guys is 
a little surprising. I, I don't see yeah. with those two guys resting that this becomes a blowout. Yeah, I I don't either. But um, who who do you like better, Tobias or or Chandler? I don't have an opinion on that. <laughs> Playing the safe route. Let's see. No, I literally don't know them. I mean, Parsons has disappointed me a couple times oh, when I played him. Harris disappointed times. me the one time I played him. Um, I, I I'm wondering if we go back. You know, we look at shooting guard and, you know, just pulling up the shooting guard position again. The best plays at shooting guard are the Lakers and Lewis Williams. Well, I'll bring that back up again. Sacramento against the Lakers. I mean, they neither one can cover the other. Dwayne Wade against the Wizards, but he's on a back-to-back. And Cleveland against got, the... I got um, for shooting guard. I have. I'm looking at RotoQL right now, which is Max Deleury's site, and he has Jimmy Butler, of course. Um, and then at values, he's looking at Garrett Temple. Um, he's got Garrett Temple in two of his first four optimized lineups. Um, what about Baysmore? Uh, Baysmore. On Roto Grinders, Baysmore is listed as the fifth best value. Um, 5,000, and they have him projected at 25 fantasy points. And, yep, that's for FanDuel. Uh, Like I said, they have Fournier as the best value, then Gerald Green, Corver, Harden, and then Baysmore. If we go go Fournier... That allows us to go Dwight Howard and Kevin Durant. Really? If we go Fournier instead of Butler, you mean? Yeah. Fournier. Durant's been on a roll. But I'm not pushing. And... That gives us Andre Drummond or Dwight Howard. Why do why do I like Dwight Howard more than Andre Drummond? That's that's not a good thing. I'm a piston slappy, and I like Dwight Howard more tonight than Andre Drummond. Is that crazy? Well, you like what you like. I wouldn't overanalyze it. Now, if we put in if we put in Durant and Howard. That leaves us with the following. We could have Rodney Hood, Kent Bazemore, J.R. Smith, Wesley Matthews, Garrett Temple, or Evan Fournier. Oh, my goodness. That Bazemore. I I, I mean, it's just so hard because they're all – pretty similar in their ceilings. And if we put Lou Williams in with Howard, that allows us, uh, drops us down to Carmelo. But if we do Durant and Lewis Williams at center, that leaves us with Hassan Whiteside. 
see why I hate NBA. So many decisions. So many decisions. So, oh. All right, gut feeling. Fournier or Lewis Williams? Fournier at his price of 4800 or Lewis Williams at 5800 I go Fournier just because I know he's going to get 35 minutes. All right, I mean, and I, that leaves I us know. with that leaves us with Drummond or Howard. Which one do you like better? You said I like eight. I, I, I like Howard better, but it sounds crazy even in my own mind. Now the only question I have is: Does that leave us with uh, an issue with either of them playing each other, getting into foul trouble? Who is that? Howard, Howard and Drummond. Drummond. No, I don't worry about. Howard getting in foul trouble, really. I mean, who knows? That's something you can't predict. I would never have thought well, Tyler Johnson would have gotten in foul trouble. This is a GPP, and I kind of like Lillard, Johnson, Bradley, Fournier. The only thing is we've got two Magics still. We've got Brad, yeah, we got but, Fournier and Gordon. But, but if they make their value, then it makes our, our, our good guys, you know, if they can – Exceed value, then we're good to go. All right, so I'm going yeah, to plug this. I, I in. like it for now. You know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk at a quarter comes, of. Yeah, we'll see what comes out as far as starting lineups and if there's the need to any change. But let's lock this in for now. Sounds good to me. I'll give it to you again. It's Lillard, Tyler Johnson, Avery Bradley, Fournier, Covington, Durant, Gordon, Millsap, and Howard. Sounds good to me. And just in time. Well, that's the run to daylight football, uh, not football funcast, NBA funcast today. Uh, Mauler, I think. NBA you. funcast, all right. Yeah, I, uh, I thank you so much for your um, help, and I'm looking forward to following the games tonight. I'll give you a call about a quarter of, and we can review. Yep, sounds good. I'll talk to you then, Todd. Thanks for having Thanks. me on, and have a good evening. Yep, you too. Bye bye.